Can I teach you just a really quick, um, just an understanding on how to defeat the spirit of delay? I got to prophesy to you now. Because when God downloaded this to me, it wrecked me. I'll never forget, it was May 26, 2015. We were at the beach. We were getting ready to do about 40 different events that summer. And we go to the beach for a week and rest. And, and I don't rest very well. I mean, there's just no reason to lay out. That's dumb. Karen and Abby, days. But when we go out to the beach, I'll never forget, I was sitting out at the beach and all of a sudden I looked over and I said, how long have we been out here? And we have this term that she's always used on me, even when our son was in high school and growing up, all that. And it's ITM, in the moment. Because dreamers are never where they're at. They're always a little farther ahead. We just talked about that. And she, and she looked over and she goes, ITM, in the moment. And I'm like, okay. And I said, how long have we been out here? She said, 15 minutes. This really happened. And I'm like, oh, dear God. So I decided to build a sandcastle. And I'm talking about I put up caution tape. I dare a child to get near it. I... I we're going to go crazy. We're going to spend hours building this sandcastle. But all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord swept over me, and he said, I want to teach you something today. And she looks over me at that exact moment and said, I, I feel the Spirit of God. And I said, he's talking to me. And on that day, the Spirit of the Lord began to break a poverty spirit off me, began to break that orphan spirit. I wrote about it in Unqualified. Began to transform me. And he said, I'm going to begin to bless you like you've never even imagined. And he began to download the priest and king anointing. Are you with me so far? And he said to me, sitting there, he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. I'm like, what's going on? And it was, I'm, I'm putting a whole lot of moments and deep revelation times into one thing. My father took me to Matthew 16, 19. He says, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. The word keys there is power and authority. In fact, ushers, would you come? I want you to get ready because some of you are going to begin to have miracles. Now, I want you to follow me because about a month ago, Karen and I went to a dear father in our lives, John Kilpatrick's house. And he had been trying to sell that house for, what, two years, I guess. We came into agreement, prayed against the spirit of delay, sold the next day. So you need to get what I'm saying. If you need a miracle, how many of you feel like your destiny's on hold? How many feel like there's delay? I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm about to show you something that's going to change your life forever. Every time we pray against the spirit of delay and break it, miracles begin to happen. Because the enemy knows that if you ever step into what you're called to step into, then you are a force to be reckoned with. See, at the moment you step into that anointing, your picture will go up in hell's post office and the enemy will try to stop you. So if, you don't, if you're not coming up against the devil, it's because you flow with him. So I don't really want to talk to you. But what you have to understand is at the moment you begin to get on the edge of your necks, miracles, all that kind of stuff, everything's going to try to stop you. I'm preaching to somebody who needs a breakthrough in this room. Are you ready? So the Spirit of the Lord on the beach says, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. I thought, well, that's neat. Thank you, Lord. The word keys there, kles in the Greek, power, or kles means power and authority. And then he began to walk me through a journey. 22 years traveling, well, at that point, 18 years traveling this nation. Two and a half million miles around the world on a plane. And he began to speak to me about dominion. We all understand dominion, right? God has called you to walk in dominion. Everybody say amen. amen. Genesis 1 verse 28, we all understand that. Then he began to speak to us about next level faith. 
Hebrews 11, 7, by faith, Noah built an ark for his family, for the storm that's coming. When I walk through the house late at night and I see all the books that Charisma's allowed us to write, I call those my arks because they provided for my family. Then we began to study even deeper. Karen and I went to Hebrews 11, 11. Sarah judged God faithful. The only, time God is, the only time God has ever judged in the Bible is to judge faithful. I'm teaching you something really quick. So if you ever want to judge God, the only way you can is if you judge him faithful. Everybody say amen. Number two, he began to teach us. He said, I have made you priest and king. How many of you understand that? Revelation 1. Revelation 5. 1 Peter 2, 9. Royal priesthood. God began to speak to us about that, that if you ever study priest and king, we're really good in the Pentecostal charismatic movement of dividing those two, but they're actually called to walk together. They're one. Jesus was priest and king. So you have to understand that inside of you is a priest and king anointing. He'll bless you to do ministry and business. Somebody say amen. But now you got to be careful because what I've learned about the priest and king is in God's word, priests never kill kings, but kings kill priests. So every morning when I wake up, I ask the Lord, I'll say, okay, priest and king, show me which one's winning. And he'll say, well, the king's winning right now. So I spend that day praying. And if he says the priest is winning, vice versa, actually, then I'll focus on the businesses that we own. But you're called to walk in priest and king anointing. You're still with me, right? Why? Because Romans chapter 8 says we're co-heirs. Everybody say amen. This is it. And then God began to speak to us. He said, you're going to move your ministry from Birmingham to Fort Worth because how many of you know you have to go through Atlanta to go to heaven? I backslidden on every concourse, and then they added a new one, backslid there. And so we decided to move our whole ministry to Fort Worth because the Spirit of the Lord spoke to us this, this, this last year. Two years of walking, walking in this crazy favor. Oh, by the way, he said to us he would give us the keys of the kingdom. One year later, walking down the beach, we serve on uh, a board for Jerry Hill, the late Steve Hill, the great evangelist who's in heaven. For he, We serve on Steve Hill's board of ministries. We're walking down the beach. Karen and I are holding hands together, and we're walking and we're praying. We're saying, God, you promised the keys of the kingdom, and suddenly... Laying in the ocean at the exact moment we said it was a key. No, no houses around, nobody around. And I froze and I said, Karen, look. And she goes, what? And the wave rolled back and there's a key laying there. And that we had just prayed because we do Philippians 4, 6. With thankfulness of heart, we make our petitions known. We do that every day. We lay out every need, all that kind of stuff. I'm just giving you a little background real quick. And God said, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. So we find this key laying in the ocean. Sounds kind of weird, but it's cool. In fact, I have a replica right here of it. I carry it with me. The real one's framed in our house. We've given our kids a copy of it because my God says he'll give you the keys to the kingdom. And then we moved to Texas and all hell broke loose. We moved our whole ministry to Fort Worth and the attack came. You still with me? Karen shared some of that just a moment ago. Health started to attack. We moved everything to Texas last August a year ago, or this coming August a year ago. Tax started coming. Finances started coming. The ministry was doing great. Uh, the business side, all that's happening. And we're like, what in the world is going on? And I'm with a friend of mine, uh, Cindy Jacobs. We're at this thing on television. 
and she's in the middle of preaching, and she goes, hey, Pat. I said, yeah. She goes, you have a spirit of delay. And I'm like, cool. I am always late. It's an issue. I admit it. Just look at my report cards. Just like my report cards look like a music scale, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. A week later, I'm in North Dakota. This precious pastor walks up to me, and he says, Pat, you have a spirit of delay. North Dakota. And I came home, Karen and I are under attack. This whole thing is the finances, the ministry. We own two homes in Birmingham. One's a rental house. We couldn't sell it. It had been for sale for five years. We owned our regular house. We packed everything up because school had to start, moved to Fort Worth, and nothing is happening. Am I talking to anybody? Spirit of delay. I came home. I said, Karen, several people have told us we have a spirit of delay. We don't know what to do about it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to write an article. So I went up to the prayer room, started writing an article. I went to Daniel chapter 10. The angel of the Lord came to Daniel and said, God heard your prayer on the first day, but it's taken 21 days. In other words, God will tell you to do something, but delay, delay, delay. The enemy can't stop what God planned for you, but what he can do is keep throwing roadblocks and speed bumps and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, when will we have our brain? Am I preaching to anybody? Then I thought, well, this has got to be real. So then I jumped over, and there's a whole lot more, but I don't have time to go into it. And I went, I went to 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 17. The apostle Paul made a statement. Brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time in person and thought, out of your, our intense longing, we made every effort to see you, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly, I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. So in other words, it's real. Oh, you ain't getting this yet. That's all right. So I write this whole article on the spirit of delay, and it just kind of goes viral on God TV. That night, we're going to bed. And for, we were living in a rental house, waiting on our two houses to sell. We could buy our house in Fort Worth. I'm giving you real quick. And our, 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 our Yorkie, we have a demon-possessed Yorkie. I'm telling you now, Yorkies guard the gates of hell. But for two months living in this rental house, waiting on our two houses to sell, this Yorkie just sits at the front door growling for no reason, barking for no reason, psychotic. We tried to get the, the vet to give her some drugs. So Karen, true story, I go on into the bedroom. I've already locked all the doors, but that means nothing to my wife. She always has to go and recheck the doors. One time, church, I forgot, once. So Karen's going to the door. I've just written that article last afternoon. In fact, I came down and looked at her, and I said, Karen, I had a breakthrough with God today. I think we're going to be all right. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. We're going to be fine. This is going to happen. And, and she goes to lock the door, and she sees, a, she sees a shadow outside our front porch of a businessman in a hat, true story, holding a briefcase with his hand out. She came walking into the bedroom. She said, you're not going to believe what I just saw. She don't, we've never had this happen, so this isn't like something we do normal. She goes, I saw a shadow on the front porch of a businessman with his hand out. She said, Pat, bankruptcy's at the door. Well, the, we were renting a house that was in bankruptcy, so there's all this kind of stuff. Anyway, I said, really? So we started praying against it. Some guys came over our house to pray at our altar, spend some time with us. They're planning a church in Fort Worth, some friends. And we tell them the story. Then they came back to our house and brought about 40 friends because it was Thanksgiving. They really did. 
And they're eating at our house on Thanksgiving. They said, can we talk to you for a second? We said, sure. They said, remember the story of Pastor Karen seeing the shadow on the front porch? I said, yeah, but now we're in our new house. We sold that house. Everything's fine. We sold both of our houses. The minute we be prayed against the spirit of delay, the next day, both houses sold. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Very next day. One had been for sale for five years. And it's in the ghetto, so that's a miracle. 2008 killed it, and it never came back, I'm going to tell you. I said, but guys, we're in this house now. We're finally in our new home. And they said, you don't understand. The shadow. I said, yeah, the businessman with his hand held out. She saw that. She's not weird. She's never seen anything like that. He said, we work downtown, and we need you to know that there is a 50-foot statue over Fort Worth where you now live, the city we moved into, because we don't battle against flesh and blood. There's a 50-foot shadow of a businessman with his hand held out. He had come to our front door to tell us you've moved in on my territory but we broke that can I tell you the four ways to break it and get ready because we're going to have miracles and we're going to hear reports by the end of this conference of delay breaking off your life whether it's finances whether it's health whether it's things with your business whether it's things somebody get excited I'm going to teach you for a second I'm done four things and I'm done God taught us the four ways to break the spirit of delay and part of that is what's about to happen in here in just a moment in fact, you have to understand, what is the spirit of delay? How did we do it? When we went to prayer, number one, I taught out in a few moments ago, restore the altar. Not a piece of wood lifestyle. Tie me to the horns of the altar. We restored the altar in our home. First thing that we moved into our new house was the altar. Broke delay. Number two, two things. Come into agreement. If you're married, come into a power of agreement. This changed our life. We were married 20 years before we learned how to pray together. We've been married 28 now. In the last eight years, we've prayed together nearly every day. We come into agreement. We've never been in lack because of it. Matthew 18, 19. Philippians 4, 6. Make your, six, make sure your petitions done with thankfulness of heart. You're still with me, right? And then the third thing, and I'm done. Walk in your God authority. Some of you don't even realize who you are. You run around with an orphan spirit complaining and whining instead of realizing who your dad is. I was walking through the Atlanta airport one day, and the lady said, I walked up, and I was being silly, and I'm pulling my briefcase, and she goes, what's your last name? I said, Nazareth. That really happened. She goes, Nazareth? I said, that's my dad. I'm just kidding. It's Shat's line. Anyway. Realize who your papa is. Realize that he's adopted you. You've been brought into a family. How do we break delay? Because we did this in our home. Restored the altar, came into agreement, began to walk in our God-given authority after the enemy fighting us over all kinds of stuff, and we're going, wait a minute. We got to change the way we think. And then the fourth thing, you ready? So, we gave away, a, we said, all right, if we need a miracle, we're going to start giving. And it broke that thing because it goes against the very economic systems of hell. That when you give when you're not supposed to. When you sow when it's not in you. When you begin to say, so what if somebody gave us a vehicle for our ministry? We gave it away that night. Very nice vehicle. I kind of wish I hadn't, but I did. And we started giving, 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 breaking the back of that spirit that was standing in our front door. And the more we began to sow, the more breakthroughs began to happen. We own a business, our books, traveling every week. All of it started exploding. Oh, you're not getting this yet because you still think you can either walk in priest or king. I'm called to walk in both. I just don't let them kill each other. 
And what you have to understand is God has called you to walk in divine authority to see miracles and supernatural finances. And the Bible says you need to understand the scriptures that, I, and I don't know if y'all even have them up there for my guys. I've got them up there. But what does the word of God say in Psalms 126? Those who go out sowing and weeping, carrying precious seed will come at, no, let me read it again. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Are you with me? Why am I saying all that to you? Because I just gave you the antidote to break the spirit of delay. Build an altar. Come into agreement. Walk in authority. Be a seed sower. It's Luke 6, 38. Given it shall be given you. Good measure. God has to give back. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. And then the last thing we're going to do after we do this, make a public declaration. Do you know that at the moment we broke to lay off our house, crazy, I don't even know where I got that money, but I'm about to give it. Crazy miracles will happen. This was one of the keys. Every month it gives me a new key now. Every single, one of the keys was the altar. Another key is the next book. God says, I'll give you the keys, but it starts out with walking in submission. Now let me say this to you. This conference did not cost you. I'm telling you, because of that decision that they made, it is required that you sow into what you're about to receive. I looked over at Karen and I said, give me all, she don't let me carry no money, amen? So I looked over and I said, I need the cash. What would happen if tonight... Whatever the budget is for this house. But let's do this first. If you've been battling a spirit of delay, stand up. If delay has been stopping your destiny, stand up. If you say, I, want, I know God's spoken things to me, but it hasn't happened. It's been prophesied or this, that, or the other. Stand up. Who's ready to do this with me? Come into agreement with me. Lift your hands and say, in Jesus' name. Delay, you do not have me. You cannot have me. I break you. In Jesus' name, I come into agreement with every voice in this room and say, delay, leave my family alone. You cannot have me. Breakthrough is here in Jesus' name. Now remain standing. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Number two. Remember what I told you? Somebody declare it across this room. Because we already built the altar a minute ago. Come into agreement. Second thing, walk in your God and get up in authority. Say, I am a child of the King. Now, Holy Spirit's going to speak to you about sowing into this offering. And it may be the largest seed you've ever sown. You don't understand. I do not do this. I don't travel to churches and take my own offerings. I don't do any of that. That's not my gift. But the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me at 9 o'clock this morning and said, you're to teach on this tonight because these people are going to begin to have miracles happen. While they're here, they're going to get texts. Things are going to begin to break loose. I'm telling you. And how do I know that? Going to Pastor Kilpatrick's house last month, right? We stood in his living room and said, this house will sell tomorrow. And it did. He called me and said, tell me more about that delay thing. <laughs> so say this out loud. No delay. Blessings of the Lord. I'm sowing into my miracle.